0: Have you ever won a championship? Has there, ever, has there ever been times you felt discouraged as a basketball coach? When do you start coaching? Join me in my class as we talk with Chris Kane from Lakeland College about these questions and more on today's episode of Grade Seven Soccer Experts. Dramatics talks to a basketball and coaching expert. Welcome to my Grade 7's Talk to Experts, a podcast where Grade 7's talk to experts and find out more about their speciality. I'm your host for this episode, Maddox, and I am a student at College Park School in Lloydminster, Alberta. Before we get to the expert for this episode, I just want to share a little bit about who we are and what we will be doing in our podcast. We are a a class of 25 Grade 7 students in a non-traditional classroom setting where we are focusing on experimental learning and the STEAM approach. That STEAM, which stands for science, technology, engineering, art, and math. We want to answer an age-old question of why do we have to learn this, By directly connecting what we study inside the classroom with the world outside the school. For a podcast, students will be contacting an expert that they know in their lives. This person could be an expert in their profession or job or in what they could tradici- traditionally be considered a hobby or interest. So without further delay, I'm pleased to introduce our expert for this episode, who is an expert on basketball and coaching, founder of the Hoop Factory, and head coach of the Lakeland Wrestlers ladies b-ball team, Chris King. Let's start to get into know you. Please tell us about yourself.
1: Uh, about myself. So, uh, born and raised in Kittscotty, Alberta, the big town just down the road. Um, and I ended up playing college basketball in Emmetton and in Lloydminster here for the very first Lakeland team ever way back in 2003. Um, and then I finished playing basketball at the University of Lethbridge um, in 2007. And shortly after that, I moved back to Lloydminster to coach uh, the women's basketball team. I started as an assistant coach. And then I became a head coach uh, after one year, and I've been doing that ever since. So this is my thirteenth year of coaching women's team here. And um past year we also after in family.
0: How many people are in your family growing up?
1: Uh, so a family of four. With, uh, one younger brother, and then my mom and dad. So I grew up. Maddox is uh, my parents were teachers. I'm sure you can relate to that. So, uh, I spent a lot of time in the gym and uh, a lot of time around teachers and so i kind of coaching.
0: What is your family like now?
1: Oh, man. Um, no, um, my dad's a retired teacher. My mom's the uh, retired CEO of the county. So, they're around here and they, they babysit my kids, um, which is fantastic. And my brother is in with school, and he um, Works for Telus now, so he sets up Telus internet and cable. And cable. So, so things have changed a lot from when we grew up in County and uh, had to walk to school every day.
0: Cool. I'll have finn up here. To, Finley up here to ask you a question.
1: Okay.
0: Um. Hello. I'm Finley. Um. What gave you the idea for Hoop Factory?
1: um well growing up in this area good question first off um growing up in this area there wasn't always a lot of gym time available for myself as like a young athlete i was very blessed that my dad could let me into the school one of the things that i've struggled with since i've been back here um we run a lot of programming for wrestlers uh, with the youth basketball and spring leagues and other things like that and lots of times it's hard to get into the elementary or junior high school so um Myself and my business partner, Tanner Brightman, decided maybe we could look at getting a building in town where people could come play volleyball or basketball. So that that started probably last uh, April, is when that started, when we started looking at that idea. So we just kind of wanted to help the community out and give people a place that they could go play sports outside of the school.
0: How long did it take to build?
1: yeah, so we didn't build it. It was an old, that used to be the old bottle depot, some of you guys' your parents would know that, um, but it took us about three months of cleaning and then it took us about another month to get the hoops and the flooring and stuff up. So it took about four months once we got in the building to get it ready to go where um, we opened on October 24th this year.
0: Okay, thank you.
1: No problem.
0: Um, what do you do for fun?
1: Uh, well, I'm a coach, Maddox, so I don't get to have any fun. Um, my Friday and Saturday nights are coaching, which is fun for me. Um, but in my free time, I get to spend time with my three kids. Um, my oldest daughter is five, Macy. My son, Nash, is three. And my newborn is eight month old, Kay. So whenever I do get downtime, we like to hang out and go sledding or go to the park. That's most of our uh, fun time.
0: Cool. What was school like when you were younger?
1: Um <laughs> different than your guys' for sure. Um, I was one of those kids that uh, had to drag his feet to go to school all the time. Um, gym class was my favorite class. I enjoyed the history. Um struggled with the math and chemistry, but we unlike you guys didn't have iPads or technology. We're just getting into the computer realm um back in the 90s so um it's much much different now knowing that you guys get to use all this technology and do cool things like this um it really gets to expand your growth for us it was all handwriting and long division and stuff like that
0: i'm gonna have grady here to ask you a question sure hi i'm grady how long have you been coaching basketball
1: um yeah so 13 years here um as a head coach uh and then i coached high school in australia and um i was assistant coach for a couple years while i was in university as well so probably 18 years overall since i was 20 years old i started so i started pretty thanks no problem
0: if someone were to write a book about you what would would be a good title
1: oh wrote a book about me um, uh, good title, Matt, Help stop me here, um, things you can only learn coaching women. That would be the title of the book. Um, I think I've learned a lot myself and, um, I think my daughter, my wife, is coaching women for the last 13 years. I think it's been a really great, enjoyable experience. It's made me grow as a man, as a person, and, um, it's something that I really value. So that would probably be the title of the book.
0: Cool. Can you tell us about an experience where you chose to participate and gave your best effort? effort?
1: Yeah, um, so as mentioned, as a teacher, my dad coached me all the time. So uh, when I was younger, I got the lecture that I had to be the hardest worker all the time. Um, so which which I obviously did, but uh, I think back to the early days, I was a hockey player and just really putting that extra effort in going to the range, playing shimmy, shooting outside, Really embracing before to give me all the tools that kind of make me successful later. Started hockey, ended up in that, as I got older. But um, that was something that was ingrained in me earlier in life. Is just you have to always put the maximum effort in. You got to outwork people, and I think that's really helped um, myself, not only my playing career but my coaching career now.
0: Cool. Um, I'll have Logan take the floor to ask you another question. Hello. Oh,
1: when did you yeah, first start coaching? When did I first start coaching? Um, yeah, so when I was 20 years old, I went to Australia to play baseball. Um, I ended up coaching high school basketball in Australia while I was there. So that was my first real coaching experience, and I got really hooked on it then. And when I came back, and finished my college and university playing, it, so I continued to coach Team Alberta. Okay, thank you. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um, in your opinion, what makes someone an expert?
1: Um, well, I think the dictionary term <laughs> might be a little different than the actual. I, I think an expert is seeing a wide range of things in their field, so for me to be an expert in coaching basketball, I think it's been a lot of time, uh, a lot of years, but a lot of figuring things out. I think the nice thing about forward in terms of being an expert is um it's different every day so my job is different every day i think that helps make me an expert like my main job coaching basketball is handling people and, and dealing with my athletes so the coaching piece is second but i think that makes me a real expert in my chosen field cool
0: um do you consider yourself an expert
1: i hope so or i'd be fired, man um, yeah, I, I hope I'm an expert, but um, one thing about coaching, I think anything in life is the older you get, you realize the less you know and the more you want to learn. So it's, it's been a lifelong passion for me. And I think when I started when I was really young, I thought I, I knew everything I needed to know. And as I got older, I realized I needed to keep immersing myself in the coaching industry that I continue to learn.
0: Cool. Have there, has, have there been times that you felt discouraged as a coach?
1: Uh, yeah, um, my first two years here, our team is awful. We went 4-20. Um, we really, really struggled, and I thought, I think whenever you go into a profession, especially coaching, you think it's going to be easy, and you're going to fix everything right away, um, and that was a really hard life lesson for me to learn that you can't skip anything else. you got to do everything the right way, and you got to make sure you build a culture, and um, those first two years were a real struggle mentally, but I think it really helped As you saw on TV in the championship last year, it helped make everything worthwhile as we got kind of up the mountain. What
0: made you want to keep on going with coaching?
1: Um, I was very blessed in our school to have a lot of teachers that gave back to the community Um, in terms of coaching and and growing up in a coaching family. So as I got through my playing career, I realized that I learned to affect youth. Um, And and the best way that I knew how to help affect youth and grow them was coaching because that has made such an impact on my life. So, I chose post-secondary where where it's a pretty cool area because the girls that I coach are figuring out who they are, what they're going to be in life, what their likes and dislikes are. Um, But I do coach in the community for fastball and baseball with younger athletes like your age. Um, And that's also really exciting because you guys just start to figure out Sports you like, what subjects you like in school, kind of building your path towards your future. Um, I think that's kind of always been there for
0: me. Um, I'm going to have Ryan up here that ask you a, a question. Hi, I'm Ryan. What were some of your favorite or memorable moments in basketball?
1: Uh, in basketball, yeah. So when I was in high school, um, kids is a two way school. So we had 105 people in a high school. Um and, and my grade twelve year we got to play Lloyd Comp and um we beat them really, really badly. Um I was kind highlight, um, of highlights Um we had a really good team and going kind to of provincial with that team. Um we lost the provincial final, but um just growing up with a bunch of guys um all my age the whole way of playing sports and Grade 12, we we're lucky enough to go to uh, volleyball provincials, basketball provincials, and then myself started to go to badminton provincials. It's pretty cool to see the people I grew up in the community to be with me the whole way doing sports. So that was probably my favorite memory growing up.
0: Thanks for answering my question. Um, I got a question for when you what, what was it like when you first started coaching?
1: Uh, you know, I think it's overwhelming. I don't, I don't think there's any playbook uh, in terms of how you're going to do things. Um, so I went in as a coach only what I knew from the coaches that had coached me before. And I took these note to be successful in the industry. You have to be very true to yourself. You can't, you can't be someone else or you can't try to be the way someone else. So, um, that was one of the big things that really uh I found out early in my career.
0: What do you think failure has to do with success also? When did you fail and how did you and how and how did you did it help you?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I, the only way you really understand success is when you fail. And and I put my athletes in positions to fail all the time in practice and in games. One, to test them, see what their mental fortitude is going to be like, and two, to get them ready for the situation that's going to come up in that championship. Um, when I think back to feeling for myself, um, when I came out of kid study, when I graduated high school, I went to Emerson, as I said, Concordia and I was the classic athlete. that thought, if i going to college, i be really good. Um, when I got there, it was a pretty strength, and everyone is stronger faster. Um, and it really drove me to work harder because I wanted to achieve success. And I think a lot of times when athletes, more in life, when you hit that failure point, a lot of people's first instinct is to quit or to give up. Um, and I think when you push through those moments in life, especially like I did at Concordia and work harder, when you get the reward, it becomes that much sweeter. So, but the reward for me didn't come till two years down the road when I was playing at Raceland National '19. And I was starting and I was playing with some of my friends and family and stuff. But because I put in all that work, it made it work well. I could have easily quit at that point, but um, I was kind of brought up in that mindset that you you never give up on something if you're really passionate
0: about. Did you do any other sports as a kid? And if so, what were they?
1: Yeah, so I, I played hockey till I was uh, sixteen. Um, the reason I quit hockey was for basketball. I started I playing basketball at the age of thirteen. So I, I right. didn't play very early. Um, and it was either move away from home to go play hockey or stay at home, and I chose to stay at home play basketball. Uh, play volleyball, cross-country, down Then I played fastball, and fastball, I was very lucky to play um, in Lloydminster. I got to play for Team Alberta. Um, I got to play in Australia. I got to play all over the U.S. with that. So um, I was very blessed that I played play a lot of sports, and I'm a big believer in youth participating in as many sports as possible that they get a wide range of skills also to figure out which sport they like the most as you get older you can kind of specialize but when you're younger i like to see everyone try everything Now, also i was in a small town so i had that privilege that i can play Ooh, i'm
0: gonna have tegan take the floor ask actually another question um tegan have you ever taught a player that became very successful in basketball after you coached them
1: um Yes. Yeah, so a um, couple years ago um uh when i was coaching the provincial team uh we had a couple girls one that uh went to arizona to play and one that played for gonzaga so those two ended up being very successful and i would say a couple of my other players now on our team right now currently have pro contracts for after they're done and they'll get paid to play um for a living so it's pretty cool when you get to coach someone like that in in the sport and see them succeed
0: Thank you. Um, tell us about someone who you looked up to when you were younger.
1: Um, yeah, it was probably an easy one. It was probably my dad, just because I was getting hauled around from the age of three to ball diamonds or volleyball courts or basketball courts or hockey rinks. Um, I, I think it, was, uh, it really helped shape me because I was uh, the bat boy kind of tag along with all these sports. And I got to see all these great young male and females athletes and um they're all very kind to me they're very great people but i got to see all the things that i wanted to be you know great work ethic great communicator good with people and caring about each other so i would say i looked up to my dad and he said he was always coaching always doing something for the community um and that probably drove a little bit of my wanting to coach as a young athlete knowing that at some point we can't do competitive athletics anymore it's more of a sport for life think, and, and that's probably what drove me that direction
0: cool have you ever won like a championship or something
1: yep uh-huh. so in fall uh-huh. uh, about 14 in ball from softball and baseball so i've won a lot of those um basketball we obviously won last year and then hockey uh, a couple provincial championships and then badminton um provincial silver medals uh, for singles and badminton when I was in grade 11 and 12. So um, I had success in in sports, in a lot of school sports, and I think the most rewarding thing is being on a successful team and having a bunch of athletes that uh, you've spent a a ton of time working hard with and achieving success. And I would say, although I technically didn't win it, I guess I did, I was coaching it. The most rewarding championship was last year, watching my girls win. Um, I wasn't screaming, you saw the film Maddox. I wasn't on the floor screaming and yelling, I was just more proud of them and all the work that they put in so that they could uh, feel that feeling um, because I was lucky enough as an athlete to get the chance to to win a lot uh, growing up. So that's a good feeling.
0: In basketball, did you have a lucky number or no?
1: Yeah. So my lucky, that's a good question. Uh, I wore number 10 in everything. And then when I got to university, um, they switched me to 43. Um, because I was a new recruit, so I wore number ten probably from five years old playing hockey, and I just wore it in every single sport. And then once they switched me to forty-three, now that's the only number that I kind of wear when I play baseball or other things like that.
0: Cool. At this time, I'm going to open the mic for anyone to ask any question that they might have. Hi, my name is Danae, and my question is: What is the Hoop Factory? And who can go and what
1: do you do there? Yes. Okay. Great question. So, who Factory is basically in, uh, a building that's got two youth basketball courts and two volleyball courts in there. It is open for anyone over the age of 10 to use, non-pandemic right now because of the current COVID situations. We're really limited on what we can do, but basically, You can drop in, you can book a time to come in and play volleyball or basketball, Uh, so we're hoping that it'll be a pretty big hotbed in the community for uh, people of your guys' age to come in and shoot baskets or to play volleyball over the course of the summer.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Hi, I'm Elizabeth, and my question is, how is coaching high school different than coaching college?
1: It's a good question. So, the last time I got to coach high school, like I said, was when I was in Australia. Um, High school, you're dealing a little bit more with um, parents and and young athletes that are kind of forming their beliefs. Uh, In college, I don't deal with any parents ever. They're all the athletes that come to me. They're adults. They're going to school on their own. Um, The other thing is my athletes are paid to play. So, every athlete that I have is on scholarship. So, there's a certain standard that they have to follow in terms of academically, um on the court in the community for us whereas in high school i assume none of you guys are paid to play in high school um but there's a little bit looser rule set so i'm allowed to be a little bit more firm and and treat them more as adults um and they're kind of really focused on their sport once you get into college okay
0: thank you hello uh my question is who is a basketball player you admire
1: who's a basketball player i admire well if you see it here i have Two. I'm going to give you two. Does that work? All right. Uh, so I named my son Nash. Um, my favorite basketball player of all time is Steve Nash. I think uh, he represented Canada really great in the NBA. He was an MVP, but more importantly, I got to meet him a couple of times. Uh, just a great person, a really nice human being. So that's something that I aspire to be. Um, other person that I was a huge fan of growing up is Colby Bryant. So I got a lot of Kobe Bryant and just because of the sheer work ethic of him and how determined he was. Thank you. Thanks.
0: you. Uh, hi, my name is Regan. And I was wondering what is your favorite basketball team?
1: Oh, good one. Well besides my team I coach. Um, I'm a Los Angeles Lakers fan, but um, the last couple years I I've been I am not because I'm not a LeBron James fan. So I'm on a break from the Los Angeles Lakers, but as soon as you leave, I'll be back there. That's my favorite team. I also like Gonzaga and the NCAA, if I had an NCAA team.
0: Thanks for answer, answering my question.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Hi, I'm Zoe, and I was wondering, um, have you always liked basketball?
1: No, uh, I haven't to be honest um, I was a hockey player and a ball player and I didn't I was introduced to basketball in grade eight and in grade nine was the first time I really kind of took it serious and I went to a basketball camp the summer of grade nine heading into grade 10 um, and I started to like it a little bit more and that summer I played for Tom Grout and played on his own team and then all of a sudden basketball was new and cool and I really started to like it so it definitely wasn't a sport that I loved growing up but, your quickly grew to be one
0: I love. Thank you. Um, I like, I didn't really remember what I was going to say, but it was something about Steve Nash. Um, did you say you got to meet him?
1: Yeah, so we're, um, my company, Golden Ticket Sports, that own Two Factory. We work with Basketball Canada and hosting their coaching development platform. So um, Nash is one of the guys that we've had chats with about coming in to do some speaking for us in our clinic. Um, and Nash was also oh god, I don't know how many years back. He was in Regina for a tournament. Um he was like the host. So he got to say hi. It wasn't like he got to talk a lot, but I got to say hi and tell him how awesome he was, which is always cool. Yeah.
0: Um I have another one. Um what was um your favorite part of his game? Like what what did you like about him pretty much?
1: Yeah, uh unselfishness. I think he was an ultimate teammate. I think he. He, if you watch him play, he's always high-fiving guys. He's always making the nice pass. Um, he could have been, you know, a 30-point-a-game scorer, but he was so concerned about making all his teammates better, and I think that's the thing I admire most in him is the leadership and how good of a teammate he was.
0: Okay, thank you. Hi, my name is Blake, and my question is, if you could go back in time and give yourself advice about co- coaching, what would you say?
1: hmm Good question. Uh, I think I would go back and tell myself it's not easy. Um, my, my father gave me the lecture when I was probably just finishing university that coaching was going to be way harder than I thought because not everyone has my mindset. I thought it was still going to be easy. It's not. Um, so if I can do it, I would go back and tell myself as a young male, um, it's going to be a lot harder than you think.
0: Thank you for answering my question. Question yeah. my name's Friday and my question is what is your favorite sports quote quote?
1: Uh, my favorite sports quote um, I really like the, the Michael Jordan quote about um making the game-winning shots because he missed all the, the shots before it and all the work he put in. Um, I really love that quote. I would have to look it up word for word, but I know it's in the last dance as well. I should have had Michael Jordan on my list of athletes, but uh, yeah, just, just failing to succeed. That's my favorite.
0: Thank you for answering my question. Hi, I'm Jada, And um, how is coaching women different than coaching men?
1: Um, yeah, I, I think there's a different uh i think it's very important to connect with my female athletes i think with males sometimes it's easy to not connect and just be really hard on them um i think uh, developing one-on-one relationships having conversations with people kind of basketball so that they realize i care about them is really really important um i think the thing that people always think is that women can't do as much as men i would argue our girls work as hard if not harder than many males Male team anywhere, but I think the biggest difference that I found is um, girls need that foundation to have the trust, and uh, girls also struggle sometimes with creativity. So if I give guys a task and I say, "Hey, you got to go from A to B," the guys will go all over the place and sometimes not listen because that's what guys do—they don't listen great. Whereas the girl will do exactly what I tell them to do every time, and sometimes they lack a little creativity there. But those are the two things I would say is the biggest thing I've noticed.
0: Thank you for asking my question. Hi, my name's Jack, and what's the best advice you've ever been given by a coach?
1: Ooh, best advice I've ever been given. Well, I guess in in one way, my college coach always told me I was going to be a coach, so he told me to start taking notes in terms of what was happening in practices and with our scouting reports, and I think that probably helped me a little bit um but that was probably one of the best pieces of advice the other one obviously from my dad when i was really really young is always be the hardest worker no matter what never take a day off and i think that really stuck with me as an athlete thank
0: you hi my name is henry and if you weren't a coach what would you be doing
1: oh boy i don't know um i would assume i would have probably ended up Teaching in some regard, I'd be involved in either teaching or in sport. Um, there's there's no two ways around that. Those are those are my two passions, working with youth and working with sport. So it would have been one of the two.
0: All right, thanks. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Timur, and my question is, what has sports done for your life?
1: Uh, <clears throat> great question. Um, sports has done everything. Uh, the thing that sport did the most is opened a ton of doors in terms of friends and relationships I made, not only in Canada, but across the world. Um, But it also has given me the skill set to be successful in coaching and in life. And now operating a business, I think it teaches you a lot about hard work, resiliency, teamwork, um, how to manage people. So there isn't a day that goes by in my life that I don't think, oh, there's something that I didn't learn from sport. It's always teaching you a lesson in life that you're going to use later.
0: Okay, thank you. Okay, I'm back again. Number three. Yeah. Um. What are your top um five five basketball players like new new era?
1: Well, you gotta tell me what new era is because I'm pretty old.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. It, so uh, Kobe counts as a new era. Yes, I guess. Okay. So you want even that? If it's gonna be northern, that it's gonna be uh, Steph Curry. Um. I really, I really like Chris Pauls for some of the things he does leadership wise. Uh, I like Damian Lillard. Um, hmm. Luca is pretty good to watch. I like watching Luca. That's four. Um, and uh, Morant from Memphis. I like watching Morant.
0: Mm. Um, I have another question. Are you into basketball shoes?
1: Uh. A little bit but i'm not a shoe head my business partner is a shoe head he has all the shoes so um i i like the Kyrie. um never been a huge lebron shoe guy because the lebron thing but i like the Kyrie. yeah shame. okay thank you right.
0: hi it's me again um my question is why did you choose to teach you women over men
1: um yeah good question i actually Took the first job that was available um which was assistant coaching women um and then as i started to do it i really fell in love with the game um i really liked that the game's played on the floor you can really coach it well and uh, i really like the way that they share the ball there's certain things about the men's game even when i played in it that i didn't like um and now i've been coaching women so long that um i just love everything about the game and how well it can be taught in and how well the girls listen and uh the progress they make
0: Okay, thank you for answering my question. Yep, yep. I got some questions for you as well. On if did you ever dream of being in the NBA when you were younger?
1: Uh, I didn't. I dreamed of like every kid in Canada of playing in the NHL, though. Um, so as I said, I was a hockey player. I thought I was going to play in the NHL until I was probably, well, um, uh, and then realized that that maybe wasn't it. So, um, same dream, just different sport, probably.
0: And then i got another one is um what advice would you give to people that want to be coaches when they grow up
1: uh i, I would um pay attention to your teachers uh your gym, your gym teachers and all the coaches you have because they're probably laying the groundwork for you to become a coach and i would encourage you to ask questions even like these type of conversations um i think it's important for athletes to or aspiring coaches to be at practices to see how things are, um, depending, you know, if you want to coach junior high or high school or college, um, to see how that varies, because there is a huge change throughout the age groups. Uh, what a practice looks like and what it takes to coach. And, and I'm sure if people sat in and at my meetings and my practices, they would be probably shocked at what a day looks like as a post-secondary coach.
0: Thank you for coming, Chris. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. We learned a lot about basketball and coaching. And thank you to my classmates for the questions. And thank you, listeners. Have a great day and stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode when Elizabeth talks to a Taekwondo expert. We'd love to hear from you. Send your questions, show ideas, or any other feedback to to talkingtoexperts at gmail.com.